father's tent There you are You're running for your life You're a shooting star And all the years No one knows Just how hard you worked But now it shows In one shining moment It's all on the line One shining Coaches, welcome to the Championship Vision Podcast. Coach Kevin Furtado. Hey, if you want to know who are the best high school basketball coaches and leaders in our country are, you need to stay tuned and listen to the Championship Vision Podcast. We have some of the most renowned and best high school basketball coaches and PE teachers from around the country. Coaches you might not have heard of, but have amazing ideas. And I firmly believe every coach in America has genius within them. It's not all about the state championships. It's about the impact you have on your kids and your community. So stay tuned to the Championship Vision Podcast. Hey coaches, this is Nick Bartlett, marketing manager here at Dr. Dish Basketball, and we're thrilled to be a part of the 2020 Championship Vision Virtual Clinic. Coach Kevin Furtado has been a great friend of ours for a few years now, and we greatly appreciate his commitment to growing the game the right way and providing great resources to the basketball coaching community. At Dr. Dish, we're always here to help as well with our state-of-the-art equipment, drills, and content. If you're ready to upgrade to the best training machines in the world and join top programs like Duke, North Carolina, Florida, Louisville, and countless others, we'd love to have you as a part of the Dr. Dish family. Remember, we take trade-ins on all shooting machines, including competitors, for significant discounts. And just by registering for this clinic, you're eligible to receive an additional exclusive $300 off your next Dr. Dish purchase. For more information, visit our website at drdishbasketball.com, give us a call, or shoot me an email directly at nick at drdishbasketball.com. And make sure to follow us on all social media channels at drdishbball. Coaches, welcome to the Championship Vision Podcast. This is Coach Kevin Furtado. This is episode 212. <clears throat> this is Coach Matt Hauer. He's the head girls basketball coach at Fort Collins High School in Fort Collins, Colorado. He emphasized academics, competitiveness, and hard work during his four seasons of running the girls basketball program at Fort Collins High School. He demonstrated the ability to, to build, brand, and grow a program from two teams to four teams. He ran individual and small group practices that emphasized shooting form, decision-making, and scoring abilities to help players be successful at the next level. He helped build strong and confident women that have had success beyond high school in anything that they have pursued. He's developed a feeder program to better support incoming players into, into his program. He has managed all travel, scheduling, and social media. And he has successfully ran camps of over 70 athletes. He's also had great experience in the USA basketball support team, U19 women's and men's team training camps. He has worked all aspects of the U19 training camp from supporting operations to supporting on-court coaching. He has kept staff during scrimmages to help national team coaches and the USAB committee make informed decisions. He has learned drills, practice expectations, and techniques from some of the best coaches in the country. 
Uh, what we're going to talk to Matt well, with Matt today is about two of his programs that he has out in regard to um, developing this a more efficient practice plan. One is the drill tracker. Uh, this is a need to track data across practices better for individual players and drills. Uh, you use the drill tractor to ensure there is data backing up what you believe by being able to compare players off drills you do consistently in practice. And also he has the practice planner form, which was developed out of a need to desire to help coaches ensure what they thought they were practicing is actually what is getting done. Coaches can now track what drills they are doing, what skills they are focusing on, and much more. It is completely customizable across sports and programs. So I think you're going to enjoy this podcast. He's really going to talk about uh, practice planning, uh, assess practice planning, and also assessment, and how to get the most out of your practices. Let's welcome Coach Matt Howard. Coaches, welcome to the Championship Vision Podcast episode. Matt, episode 212, man. I'm getting old. Ooh. Yeah, getting there. <laughs> episodes. There. Um, and I, uh, I always enjoy talking to uh, coaches that I, I've never met. So I, I'm here to learn. And uh, I think uh, he coaches girls basketball at Fort Collins High School and Fort Collins, Colorado. Hopefully I got all that right. Um, so we appreciate you joining us. Our, our kind of our template today is um, how to really make, have more efficient practices. Uh, and he's got some great ideas, some great programs that he's going to share with you on how to become a better practice coach. Okay, so Matt, hey, hey, introduce yourself, kind of tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, Kevin, first of all, thanks for thanks for having me on and, and doing what you do and, and helping coaches get better. Um, yeah, I've had a chance to, to sneak into a couple of your podcasts that you had on there, and, and it's good stuff and, and helpful, so I feel honored to be to be a part of it and um, to share kind of um, what I guess has become my passion a little bit during coronavirus and, and, and solving some problems for my team turned into um, creating this practice planner that, that kind of became popular. Um, as, as we were kind of chatting, uh, I'm the head growth coach over at Fort Collins High School. Uh, been there coaching for nine years. Uh, the, oh, I guess this will be my ninth. This will be my fifth year on the girls side as the head coach there. And then uh, prior to that, I was four years on the boys' side. Um, had the pleasure of, you know, it, it's been a great, great time there. Coach club, I'm, I'm now this U17 coach at a, at a club up in Fort Collins, uh, State 38, which has been incredibly fun. It's kind of been an interesting opportunity because we're allowed to play club right now, but we can't play high school. And right. so that's a, that's a little, it, that's a whole different conversation. Sure it is, um, and then, yeah. And then had... You know, the incredible experience, too, of being able to coach – or not coach, but uh, volunteer and assist with the, the U19 women's and men's uh, uh, USA team camps. And that's been uh, – just to be able to see how other coaches do things at, at that elite of a level has definitely been a, been a bit of influence into a lot of the stuff that, that I've been able to put together. That's great, man. You, you're building your craft, man. You're, like you do, you're really putting the time in as a young coach. Uh, and get a lot of experiences. The more you coach, the better you get, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. And, you know, I, I've been so fortunate to have um, incredible people that, that have trusted me to, to take over roles and, and be involved and, and keep me involved in different things. So um, it's just been fun to soak it up. It really has been. Coach, tell me about, like, your mentors. Uh, I have a lot of 
great coaches that I've studied under and so forth and picked the brain up. Tell me about some of the guys you kind of learn and kind of shape your philosophy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think my biggest mentor um, is, you know, when I started coaching, I was, I was 19 uh, coaching uh, the JV team over at Fort Collins high school. And so it's crazy. I, I mean, I never told the kids, but I was a year older than them. And so um, <laughs> that, that was incredibly formative for me. Um, and I, I had the pleasure of learning under Monty Alcarez, who was there. Um, and he's no longer the, the head coach there because he's coaching his, his daughters now um, and spending more time with them, which is awesome. But, um, you know, his, his attention to detail is what really hit me first. And I think that was uh, so helpful in, in the way I set my program up is everything was well thought out. Everything was well planned. Um, and, and so that, that really hit me of, um, you know, that, that's how you have to do things in order to really, I think, build a, a successful program that values players, values their time, values their, their work, um, and paying attention to those little things and the, how much it can set you up for success. Uh, when you're paying attention to the little details that maybe people aren't seeing, that's an advantage for your, for your team. And if your kids are, are used to those sorts of things, they, they really play off of those advantages. Um, so that's been huge. Um, and then, I mean, kind of prior to that, it was just playing it and the connections that I've made uh, playing and, and the coaches that I had and, and the relationships we've built. And, you know, I still call all my coaches. Now I'm playing, now I'm coaching against a lot of my coaches which is always a good time. Right. Um, but, you know, and just thinking about bouncing ideas off of them, how to do this, how to do that, you know, it's been incredibly helpful over the last handful of years. So um, incredibly lucky there for sure. Matt, talk about, I always like to talk about philosophy. Like what is your philosophy of your program? And um, you don't have to talk about system and what you run, but kind of give us kind of a breakdown because coaching girls, you better have a, you better have some core concepts that what you believe in. What do you believe in in Fort Collins? Yeah, I, I think, you know, the, the big core for us is, is you know, we, we, we talk about this a lot, is we're going to work, we're, we're going to work real hard and we're going to have fun because of it. And so I think that's, you know, been a, been a big, big challenge of um, getting kids involved. When I took over, uh, we had two teams in our program and I was able to grow it to four. So, we went from 17 kids to almost about 40. Nice. Um, and so kids are definitely starting to buy in uh, to what we're doing. And I, I you know, I, I hope that our girls are having fun. We talk about it a lot. You know, we play basketball where we're involved in basketball because we love it. And, you know, if we don't work hard, it's tough to have fun. And so we talk about, we talk about that a lot and just competing each day, um, battling with each other, whether it's, um, in a drill where you're, where you're working on your own and just battling with yourself or um, where, where it's with teammates or against another team of just battling and, and, and just trying to do the best that you can. Uh, each and every opportunity that you have is really important. And sometimes it's going to work out and sometimes it's not. And, you know, we, we get to be happy after a win or we get to be sad after a loss, but we move on and we continue to get better um, each and every day. And, Really having that growth mindset is, is huge for us. Talk about your culture. Obviously, that culture beats strategy, and you, you've already mentioned that. How have you gotten those? You went from 17 to 40-something. Obviously, is that about developing more positive relationships? Is it about your heart? What was kind of the key, you feel, like increasing those numbers? I think we all like to know. Um, 
You know, I, I think for us, I was incredibly lucky to have a good staff and the relationships that um, they build with, with the girls is, is awesome. You know, we at one point probably had the youngest staff, um, you know, in, in the state. We were, I mean, we're still really young uh, when you compare us to, to other teams. And, you know, I, I think I've been incredibly lucky to put incredibly powerful female leaders in front of my girls. And so that's just kind of, um, you know, really cycled it positively. We've got former college players. Um, we've got former alumni back that, that have come and helped coach. Um, all our girls in the winter, we have a uh, alumni practice and they come back and they help us practice with the girls and then they run our camps. Um, so I think we've been able to kind of, uh, kind of build this sort of family attitude that's, that's helping keep girls uh, coming back each and every year. And then we've also gone in and, and we've built a feeder system too. Sure. And so we're running middle school to sometimes we get second graders um, kind of involved in our program. And obviously that kind of uh, fell apart a little bit this year. Um, but it's definitely been something that's, that's I think really is going to pay off here as we keep uh, loading through it and um, keep doing that outreach and, and getting younger kids involved in our program and seeing what we're about has really helped us as well but you know it really I don't know that it's anything special that I've done but just kind of putting putting been lucky to put people in the right spots that um and just have good kids that, that want to be involved and they want to get other kids involved as well yeah that's a that's a that's a great success quotient right there I mean um you have great people uh it's always the key to success great kids right great kids great coaches great people with you that's always the key to success. That's what it sounds like you're doing. Hey, let's get right into building a, a great practice, Matt. Uh, talk about your practice philosophy. Um, I believe in competitive practices um, that needs to be enjoyable and fun. What, what's your philosophy of practice? Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a competitive person. I think as competitive as they come, you know, I, I'll beat you in cornhole if we're playing cornhole or whatever. <laughs> you know, I don't know, I'm pretty good, uh, Matt. I, we, we should <laughs> We got to play like a Zoom session of cornhole. Yeah, there cool. we go. There we go. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so a lot of my stuff is is framing competition. You know, if you're not going to compete in practice, if you're not going to compete in life, you know, you're, you're just, you're going to struggle. And, and that, that struggle sometimes is tough, but you got to battle. And so, um, you know, a lot of what we do is, is those competition-based things. Um, we're going to start tracking our wins and losses and seeing how who's winning and who's, who's, who's just there to win. And I think, you know, kind of this, I think the surprise, maybe not the surprising thing is you see like the Miami heat, maybe not the most talented team that, that's been in the finals, but they're showing up and they're ready to win. And they just, those guys, you can tell just battle. And I, I think a lot of that comes from um, the time that they're putting in and practice and just competing with each other. Um, but getting more specifically, uh, to that kind of what a, what does a practice look like? I, I think it needs to be incredibly efficient. Um, we don't try to practice longer than two hours. And once that's usually in the preseason. Once we get into, um, you know, when we're playing two, three games a week, we're maybe spending an hour, 15, hour and a half, getting in, getting out, moving on. Um, and so I think that's been, been helpful balancing that time. We probably spend a little bit more time in the film room than, than a lot of other teams do and, and kind of doing that mental stuff. Uh, that's a big thing for me is I, I love to watch film and 
probably too much film for my kids, but uh, <laughs> they, they live with it. Um, and some of them, some of them love it. And so we spend a lot of time there, but really it's about not wasting time. Um, we're going to really focus and try to change some things this year of actually getting away from timing practices. And so even within my little practice plan that, that kind of became popular, um, a lot of coaches want me to put in there of like in a time addition. So, but I think this year we're going to do it more based off reps and holding ourselves accountable to what, what is our expectation of great reps. And we're going to set the number for this drill. We need to get 10 great reps of this. And when we hit it, we move on. And so I think, um, I think that'll help really uh, grow our engagement into practices, um, help us appreciate when we do something well. And, you know, it, it could make practice even quicker of, you know, we don't need to do something for 10 minutes if we can get it done in, in five minutes and be great at that. Um, with that as well, you know, I, I don't do a ton of, you know, what I guess would be true conditioning. I think that, you know, if you're creative in your practice, you can save 10, 15 minutes every single day by just conditioning your drills um, and, and make your drills hard and, and work on a skill in, in your drills that also helps the conditioning side of things. So um, we don't we don't do, you know, you don't really see us running up and down, down too much um, throughout the day. And then, uh, you know, everything's very very specific to um, moving quick, sprinting around the gym, getting from one thing to the next. Uh, our water breaks, you know, our, our, we're shooting free throws while we're doing water breaks and things like that to try and continue to build those skills. So, um, you know, I think those are all things that have kind of really worked for us. And, and um, you know, these adjustments I'm excited to hopefully try this year, uh, assuming we continue to have hope for a season. So. Yeah. Um, so in Colorado, um, is it still up in the air? Because in Georgia here, it, it, we're still planning on playing. Matter of fact, our girls played in a fall league. So that, mm -hmm. that was good news and, and no issues. So are you guys still uh, holding off on playing? Yeah, so they cut our season. Um, we typically play a 23-game season, but we're going to, as of now, we're playing a 14-game season that's going to start after January. So Okay. We started to phase into um, some workouts, and that's been that's been nice to get the girls back here. Um, as far as we we were allowed to start with strength and conditioning, so we're going about a couple times a week some strength and conditioning stuff, um, and and we'll start to pick it up here as we kind of uh, release things. But it, it's still a little bit up in the air. Fortunately, Colorado had football. We we ended up canceling football and then we had football so maybe that's a positive uh step in the right direction here as we kind of get uh rolling and hopefully we can get some of our games back and potentially start a little bit earlier so i'm holding out hope for sure yeah i know of course california i think is going spring i think as well mm -hmm. it's kind of it's all different in different states um so it's going to be interesting i think um uh, i'm hoping everybody all 50 states at least has a season if it's partial, because I'm, I'm big for the, particularly those seniors to kind of finish out mm -hmm. strong, but it's also about health and safety too. And I have your screen up right here, coach. And uh, I just want you to kind of take it through us and add different things. Um, you want to go through the practice planner first a little yeah. bit and stop me whenever. Okay. Yeah, sure. So 
Um, yeah, the practice planner came out of a, you know, just, it, it came actually from an idea from the Sierra Canyon coach, Alicia Kamaki. She's a awesome coach, a lot of success over in California. I was sitting on a zoom call. Like I think everybody's been sitting on, uh, this year. Sure. And, um, she had done something similar with kind of having the drill bank and then she was kind of counting it and seeing where she was at the end of each year. And I, I kind of um, built on that idea of turning it into a practice planner where you could list your drills, you could list kind of what that focus was. And then you can see kind of in that data report is um, will eventually pop up here, populate. You can see um, what, Drills you've been focusing on um, throughout the year. Of how you can change things. I mean, it's, to, I mean, it's um, I'm trying to get it expanded here. Good. Better, uh, uh, so tell me when you're ready and so forth. Um, I know it's going to be kind of tough, but your your main screen is on. If you still, what they'll be able to hear you more than the uh, actual screen. So if you want to talk us through it and so forth, it'd be great. Sure, sure. So I figured we just do a little bit of a. A uh, quick tutorial on on what you can do. Um, first off, though, just thank you everybody for for being so interested. There's a little bit of a shout out here to Alicia. And like I said, this came out um, a little bit out of, out of a need for feedback I get from our team. Is I didn't wasn't creating diverse enough practices. We're getting stuck um, doing all the all similar stuff. And so. Um, I was trying to kind of create a sort of system, I guess, to see what I could do um, to diversify our practices a little bit more. So, you know, I figured there had to be a way um, to to see, you know, what drills we're doing each day without manually counting. So um, if you skip up to like maybe two minutes in that video, okay, um, we can kind of see um, where that gets us to. Right at the two minute mark, coach? Yeah, that'd be perfect, yeah. So um, this screen here, you can kind of see. Um, oh, I thought that was gonna be the screen. Is because it's pulling perfect. So um, if you stop here, this is the okay. uh, kind of drill bank um, that, that we were able to create. And so uh, what coaches can do is, uh, and I encourage them to do this, a lot of coaches I was surprised are using my drills, which I never thought that would happen, especially based on the <laughs> lack of um, coherent notes I have or descriptions right. in my videos. Those were mostly, I thought they would only make sense to me, but uh, a lot of feedback on my drills, which has been cool. Um, and then there's some videos too. And, um, but basically coaches can, can replace um, all those drills with the drills that they do. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of the drills are similar. We just probably call them different things. Um, and kind of then uh, build out to their main focus. Um, you know, I, I did what made sense to me and what I felt was kind of the, the emphasis of that drill. It's something that I still struggle with every single day of maybe I want to tweak these things um, to one thing or the next. And then again, going into a little bit more data, of, is it an individual partner team drill, offense, defense, and then is it um, a live drill or a shell drill? And basically, um, what that what that kind of creates here, um, and I've actually got mine up that I've been using. If I can share my screen, 
I can kind of walk you through. Of yeah, see if you can. Like. See if you can, man. If not, that's okay. See if you can do it, though. Uh, it says disabled. So. Okay. Um, yeah, it actually should be. Uh, I thought I had you on. Um, okay. Um, I'll toss it in the chat to you so you can just, that way you can pull it up if you. But basically, um, after we, we kind of create a practice plan every single day, obviously, and yeah. uh, that kind of, um, all that data gets collected. So um, I'm able to see how many times I've done a drill, um, kind of what we're focusing on, how we've been focusing on offense or defense, whether I'm doing team or individual drills. And that data has been incredibly valuable. And, and I think, you know, as we're getting into the season, you know, when I'm looking at, man, we're turning the basketball over a lot. I can come over to my um, kind of system and see, you know, of, well, we haven't been working on any passing drills in a while, sure. or, um, you know, we, we've been focusing on this and, and that's probably why. So maybe we need to factor those sorts of things in um, a little bit more as we go. So that's kind of, it came out of that, that necessity of, of just, you know, is what we're practicing actually what we need to be practicing or are we just throwing drills out there? Um, and, you know, as, as you know, it, it became, you know, ridiculously popular. I, I've sent it to um, almost 5,000 coaches now. Um, you know, it's, it's free. I, I, I want coaches to be able to use tools like this that mm -hmm. can help them because it helps kids. And so if it's something that, that can help people, that's awesome. I've talked with people over overseas that are using it. Um, people send me, um, they've, they've molded it to other sports. Some trainers are using it. And so it's, it's been real awesome. And um, we're looking at, uh, with the club I'm working on, looking at, um, even videoing all of the drills to try and make it uh, even a drill bank that, that everybody can see and, and pull from um, to be even a little bit more useful than just my uh, little descriptions there. And so it's been, it's been an interesting project and it's been cool to see how coaches have adjusted it for their programs and some of those, those problems that they're solving. But, um, you know, for instance, uh, our program, uh, right now I'm coaching the club, so we've really been focusing a lot on shooting. And so I pull up the data here, 37% of our practices every day have been focusing on shooting and it's starting to pay off, which is awesome. You know, and I, I think back of, but we're finishing poorly at the rim. And now that I'm looking at my data, you know, we're only spending about eight and a half percent, um, of our practices on, on finishing work. So that's definitely something that, that I need to um, increase for our, for our club program here and so that we can start to start to build on, on those skills as well. Um, but just, just having that data and kind of seeing and, and being able to process what I'm seeing on the floor to what it's looking like in our actual practices is, has been really cool to see. And so it's turned into um, now I, I've created kind of a leaderboard, which has been fun. And so you can track even within your practices um, if you do similar drills. So like we do a handful of shooting drills um, that we track throughout the year. 
And so I've created a, a leaderboard. That's, that's the other sheet up there that. Yeah, um, absolutely. Oh, let me get that. Uh, and I, I'll, actually, I haven't, I haven't looked at that. That's what I really want to have you uh, help me with. Uh, I really checked out the practice plan. I really like that. Um, uh, let me get that up. All right. Yeah, so the leaderboard is um, just um, kind of a way for you to, to track your um, players and drills that, that you might be doing uh, relatively consistently um, mm -hmm. throughout, throughout a year. And so um, I think if you scroll towards just the end of that video, you can see what kind of the end result of it. This video just walks you through how to set it up for your team. Um, I've been using, uh, I think in this video, I think I stole uh, the UCLA women's roster. Um, <laughs> close is, she's an incredible coach that, that I've been able to learn quite a bit from. So, um, you know, maybe, maybe one day she'll use this in, in her practices. But um, yeah, that, that, that looks like it'll be perfect. And right so here, basically, okay. yeah, what it turns into, and, and this is kind of the, not the pretty view of it, but um, you can see it kind of, it creates a ranking system. And so down there at the bottom, every player gets their own little page. And so um, one thing that we're going to start instituting is uh, we love, or I love the, the red, yellow, green shooting that they do over at Oregon. And, you know, it's a, it's a drill where they count how many spots that they can make shots at mm -hmm. um, in a timed, timed thing. And there's, again, millions of versions of, of things like that. Um, but every time we do this drill, we can now enter a number or how many spots or whatever that they get um, per player. And that's going to automatically rank those players um, as they go through the year. And I think that's, again, just valuable data of what you're seeing on the floor and, and what's actually happening. You know, it's, you know, everybody does the eye test. And I think that's been the big push in, in, you know, the higher levels of MBA in college and hasn't always been successful for, or accessible for the lower levels of, you know, you have your eye test, but is it really what it's, it, what is happening? And so, you know, if I can look at my um, team ranks on various shooting drills and, I've got X player at the top and I'm not getting her minutes, um, you know, and she's consistently at the top of these drills. I got to reevaluate kind of what's going on in those games. And, um, you know, maybe I should be getting that kid a little bit more playing time, or maybe I got to put her in different situations. So, and then maybe I got a kid that's consistently at the bottom of, of my lists and, you know, they're, they're eating up a lot of minutes and I got to assess that. And, you know, of course, not everything, um, analytics gives you kind of a, a, a view of the story. It doesn't tell you the whole story, but I think, you know, it's definitely good to be able to track those things and, and have those comparisons and um, to other players. And I think it's good for the kids to see. And, you know, just like film doesn't lie, you know, right. the numbers don't lie. They don't tell the whole story, but um, they're definitely can kind of rank it. And if a girl's, you know, coach, I think I should be playing more. It's like, well, you know, you're number eight on every single one of our lists and every single drill that we do. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're not going to be shooting the ball well, what do you bring into our program? Are you going to be the best defender? Are you going to be 
the the kid that's going to take care of the ball and, and get us organized, you know. And so it doesn't necessarily always have to be a shooting drill. I could see, um, actually, uh, the the club I work for kind of has a half of they do um, individual player development and, and working on those things with their uh, player development side of things. And so they kind of see it as a, kind of a growth thing, tracking the growth throughout the year. So um, a lot of options there that I think, uh, um, you know, again, kind of the point is for it to be flexible. I, I wanted to create a foundation um, so that coaches could use it and, and kind of make it to what they need it to be for them. And so. Um, that's where we're going with that one. So it's been it's been weird because I didn't really know much about Google Sheets or Excel until about two months ago. <laughs> kind of diving into it, it's crazy all the things that you can do and and figure out with it. This is great, man. And and again, it's easy access because I and I think um, I think I've already downloaded um, both both sheets. And if I didn't, I'm I'm definitely going to download it. I love your objective measurements because I'll give you an example. Like the other day in our, we had a little workout, three on three workout. And we, um, we did, we did stats for the three on three. We worked on the fundamentals already, the shooting, the defense. Um, and then we statted them in practice. And it was amazing. It was amazing how they played harder when we were statting them. I mean, I mean, I don't think enough coaches do that, and it takes a lot of extra time. But that objective data, like you were saying, is so important for immediate feedback. Yeah, for sure. And I'm hoping, you know, with with a tool like this, it can help, uh, you know, save time. The nice thing is, you know, we have an iPad that we use for games and, and things like that. But um, I could see us bringing the iPad this year to practice. And we can sure. just, you know, when they're running to a – transition or something they can run by our manager and tell them their score and, and she can toss it in real quick so I'm hoping that you know it doesn't really uh, of course we're talking about efficient practices so the goal is that it doesn't interrupt um, yeah. practice and, and what we're trying to do but it just kind of helps elevate our decision making as coaches and then also elevates kind of the decision making as players too because you know this is stuff that um, I'm not going to keep from them. I'm going to show them you know this is this is where you're at Right. And, you know, I, I think girls and boys, it doesn't really make a difference. Players need to see kind of where they fall in these things. And I think for some of them, it could be eye-opening for others. You know, I, I think um, more on the girls' side than, than the boys' side is that confidence. And we, we talk about being confident shooters all the time. And I bet the kid that's going to end up as my one or two on the team, team ranks this year is probably she didn't shoot the ball enough. And so it's, it's, you know, you're up here in every single drill that we do, you got to get some shots up, you know, and um, having that conversation. So um, I'm looking forward to, to using kind of both these tools. And I've already been able to, like I said, use this practice planner for, for a number of practices and see that data. So it's just been cool um, to see kind of as these are, as these are rolling out, what, what the products have been. Coach, you want to share anything, other aspects of this that you want to share? Um, as far as that, no, I, I think that kind of, kind of covered it. Um, you know, people can, can check out that video. Like I said, if, if sure. anybody ever needs help, I'm always, I'm always open to, to help them set it up for their teams and, and, and make those adjustments. I've been helping on the practice plan side and, and the practice kind of tracker we've been, um, kind of setting it up and it's been cool to see 
and learn how other coaches kind of do their practice plans too um, and kind of see how that, that molds. And I've definitely stolen some ideas. I've stolen some drills. Um, so it's been, it's been fun to kind of collaborate along those lines. Um, so yeah, it, it's been good. It's been good. And I'd, I'd encourage coaches to, to check them out and see if they, they can be useful for them. Coach, do you video your practice? I know a lot of coaches do, a lot of coaches don't. Um, well, how do you do your, your uh, measurements, your assessments? I would love to. I tried, um, and it didn't work. It didn't work so great. Right. Um, we got, we got a new system. Uh, one of those pixel art systems in our gym last year. Okay. And so yeah. we were trying to figure out how to make that work for our practices. Um, and it turned out to be a little burdensome, uh, more than, than helpful. Um, but it's not something I'm giving up on. I, I really do. I, I love the idea of being able to, to record our practices and, um, you know, cause I, I almost think that's maybe a little bit more valuable than games. Um, but I, I couldn't quite figure out how to get the feedback immediate. And so what we're really trying to do is if we were walking through teaching a defense that we wanted to set up, we could talk about it in detail. Um, we were hoping that we could go to the film room right after and kind of check out, um, what we saw from there and highlight some things just to build on that, that immediate learning and, and really kind of hammer home, but it didn't quite work how we wanted it to. So, um, that was a little bit of a bummer, but definitely something that we're going to continue to look into. I know there's new kind of organizations working with Pixelot and trying to make it a little bit easier on coaches. So um, hopefully, hopefully one day we'll, we'll make that work. Yeah, I think, I think it's important because I know our, our school has been very lucky to us. We, um, of course, now all our classes, Matt, are all live Zoom because we have a mixture of, I'm a PE teacher. I, have a, I got a great mm -hmm. job. But we film live our PE classes, mm -hmm. uh, and we're going to utilize that. Actually, we got a big, we got a big screen, everything. We're going to utilize a lot of that for our practices. We're going to try. It all sounds good, right, Matt? <laughs> sounds right, good. right. Uh, but you better have some people helping you. But I mm -hmm. think you know my goal is to, you know, get just a piece of not everything, but get a certain segment of practice. Like, hey, it's you know, are you blocking out? And film maybe one drill and then somehow get it back on so they can see it. Um, just little things like that I'm looking to do. What do you think? Yeah, no, I love it. I, and I think it's a, a great idea. And, um, you know, I think a big piece, too, is, is finding those, those things to build on. And I think in practice, things that you want to um, kind of uh, repeat happen so off, so much more than sometimes in games is they're learning. And so being able to, to capture that, that film and then being able to show your players of, hey, you did this perfect. Because we play X amount of games, but we practice every single day. Right. You know? And so if and you hit this box out perfect these three times, and I, I think for players, it's, it's really good you know, to see that, oh, I did it this way and have that, have that relatively immediate feedback for them so that they can build on it. Because they see it – in a game, maybe they see it in a game once that they, they hit that box out well, or they did that well. And it's hard to really kind of understand for them. I think, you know, what that, the specific details to that were that helped them be successful. And so if you can film practice, that just gives you so many more opportunities to kind of build on what they did well, as opposed to, I, I feel like a lot of times um, film sessions turn into, well, we messed this up yeah, and sure. it's hard to, and I think it's hard for players to understand 
you know, when you tell them not to do something, they don't quite know what to do. And so if we can build on that, this is what you should do. And we have more clips of what is the right thing. I think that's going to help them, help them understand everything a little bit better. Um, because a lot of times when you tell them what not to do, that's the only thing they can think about. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I know with me too, when people tell me, Hey, you're not doing this, it kind of you know, gets me distracted. So I think as right. coaches, don't, don't we think, uh, and I'm just as guilty, Matt, um, I can distract my players at times by talking too much. Um, how do you keep your players focused and say less and really have your players coach each other? How do you do that? Yeah, that's been a big thing that, that we've been trying to build in, in our program. Um, you know, and I think this, this time of being able to sit on Zoom calls have given, has given me a lot of uh, really good ideas and, and listening to various po podcasts um, and just having that player voice. And one thing that, that I did that I think has been working out really well is we've given our, our kids the power of timeouts in practice. Mm -hmm. And it's not, a, it's definitely not a new idea, but that's, you know, they get a 30 second and a full timeout in practice that they have to run. Um, and they sure. can call it whenever they um, need it. And, you know, that's, that's been valuable. And in the summer, um, when, when we're doing our summer leagues and our team camps and all that, uh, I force it. I won't call a timeout. They have to call the first timeout. And so that's kind of been an interesting thing of, Sometimes teams get after us in the summer and they forget that they're, they have to call the first time out. And, and we've definitely lost a couple of games just, just because of that. But um, they call the first time out and they run the first time out. Um, during the, during the season, the, the actual season, I think um, they will sometimes call a timeout on their own and uh, they have the power to do that. And they'll run that timeout for each other, which is awesome. That's um, but I think that's huge of, you know, we talk a lot about, in Colorado, you get five timeouts. And so I'm not going to solve all of our problems in timeouts. I'm probably not going to solve any of our problems in timeouts. <laughs> right. You know, and so having that, that confidence, I, I think is really what it comes down to is having that confidence that the player that's, you know, leading the, the get together is saying the right things and that she's confident enough that she can tell, tell her teammates and that her teammates trust her. Um, that, hey, this is what we should be doing this is what it should look like. And so, you know, that, that, that talk and that, that piece, I think is something that, that we're trying to build. I, I think it's challenging um, to do, but I, I think we're, those kind of little things are, are really helping us um, along those lines. That's great. And I got your link uh, uh, through the chat room here. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to definitely send it. I'm not, I can't get it to come up right now, but I'm definitely going to send it to all my listeners and so forth. And I'm going to definitely check that out. So if that's okay with you, um, yeah. I'll, have that, I'll have that up uh, on the website and everything. Cool. Yeah. And that's the, I sent you the one that, that's the one I'm actually using right now for my uh, club team. So okay. they can kind of check it out, what it looks like in practice. And then um, they'll have the opportunity there to um, kind of see uh, also on my website there, they can get their own fresh copy and kind of edit it for, for whatever they need as well. So. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. Coach, keep adding on to that website. I think you got a good thing going. I think um, uh, you're, it's a great resource. Um, and uh, the more video you add, I think you probably need to kind of get away from the free part. <laughs> I mean, you're, I mean, yeah. you know, you got to make a little cash somewhere, but 
it's definitely a great resource, man. We, I appreciate you uh, helping out as coaches. Um, and, um, Hey man, we're always looking for bit more efficient ways to run a practice. And I love the organizational, the, the, uh, efficiency of that chart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So everything again is on, on that website, coachhower.com. And there's a, there's a handful of videos just as kind of questions rolled in. I just, um, started making videos to, to help coaches so that they can adjust them, um, for their, for their teams. And, you know, that, that's, um, just kind of a hub to, to host those, those videos really. So, um, but you know, I, I think I've got kind of a, another one in the works, maybe it'd probably be more um, suited for college teams, building itineraries and things like that. Kind of a random, random thing that I, I stumbled upon that I think could, sure. could work for some colleges, but, um, but yeah, I think, you know, as, as I uh, update and kind of mold and, and learn, you know, cause again, I've only been able to use this, actually for I think I'm on practice number seven yep so um right. been making adjustments so um it's a good website just to follow to see I, I post the updates on there and and just try to make coaches lives easier and um so yeah so all free for now and you know I, I think my goal is to is to keep it for free because like I said you know if we can help coaches that are helping kids sure that's uh, it, awesome that's awesome so um you know, it's things I'm doing anyway, so it worked out okay to be able to share it. Well, that's great. We appreciate you kind of helping us coaches out, and I'll definitely share it as well because I know a lot of coaches would love to have access to it. Uh, any final words for uh, coaches starting out? I know you gave already some great ideas. Uh, any final words, for example, on preventing game slippage? You want to make sure practice is as similar to games as possible, right, Matt? We're all battling that. What are some key insights that you have that has helped you as a coach to make sure that transition is as good? Yeah, I think, you know, and again, obviously not a, not a new idea, but um, one, trying to make them think. And, you know, sometimes it's okay to have chaotic drills because uh, basketball is chaotic uh, most of the time. And so, you know, having those kind of drills that, that not only challenge them to think and process, um, but, but being creative with them so that they don't kind of just get stuck into the kind of typical flow of things and they're just kind of um, slugging through it. And it's definitely something, again, that, that I got feedback from my, my players that I needed to do better of last year. And so um, I think this is definitely going to help us kind of uh, continue to be kind of diverse with what we're doing and also challenging them and always kind of changing it up. You know, sometimes it's, you know, we like to every once in a while, if we're scrimmaging our JV, we like to put, you know, six or seven kids on defense and, and really force them to, to, to battle against, you know, odds that probably aren't necessarily fair. But, you know, the, the more you can force them to struggle in practice, the, the less that I think they'll struggle there in games and um, especially down the stretch as they just get comfortable in that sort of environment where, you know, things are a little hectic and, and, and are tough you know, they're going to really grind and come together and, and sort those things out again, hopefully on their own so that we're not having to take timeouts every time to kind of make those adjustments. Yeah. And, and coach, don't you agree with the, the, your, the, your template that you have it? We, I know I'm busy. I teach six classes a day, so it's about, and I already have, you know, my library and so forth, but just to have those drills, like right in front of you, you don't have to spend three hours. We don't have three hours to just, to spend on practice planning, 
we better be ready to go, right? And that's what your 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 template's all about. Yeah, and that's been, I mean, it's it's already saved me quite a lot of time. And it's been so nice to, you know, I, I sometimes I get to a spot and I'm like, ah, I want this kind of drill and I can't quite think of, you know, exactly which one. So I just pop over to uh, my list and kind of sort it a little bit and, oh, this one will be perfect. And so, um, you know, that, that just having that kind of, data and that vis visualization right in front of me has definitely saved me a lot of time. Um, you know, as you said, being a teacher, it's tough. It really is tough. And I think, um, you know, most of the people that, that are coaching high school are, are our teachers and <laughs> trying to sneak out a practice plan either the night before or during one of your, your plan periods, Right. you know, it, it's, it's challenging. And yeah. so, you know, when you got to decide to whether or not you're going to grade Jimmy's work or if you're going to make your, your practice plan that um, hopefully this will this will help kind of alleviate some of that and um, you know and, and make better practices for your kids because you're not having to to think and, and reinvent the wheel every single time and they print out nicely so they're right onto one sheet which works really well um, so you know I, I think there's a lot of benefits in in that time frame too yeah I totally agree coach thanks for coming on man I appreciate it uh, I know you're busy out there in Colorado, man. So I really appreciate you coming on and sharing. What's the best way a coach can get a hold of you? Uh, you mentioned your website, uh, email, uh, Twitter. I know I, I saw your you have really good Twitter account and so forth. What's the best way to get a contact? Yeah, website website's good. And then my email is just matt at coachhoward.com. Um, and so that, I mean, really, I'm pretty active on on everything. So um, Twitter is just at Matt Howard. You can direct message me on there. You can email me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty open book. Um, so those usually come right to my phone. So they're always easy. Um, and so that anybody who has any questions, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear from other coaches and I'd love to see kind of how they're, they're using these tools to potentially help their teams and, and continue to kind of get other ideas and continue to improve on it. Absolutely. Coach, I wish you the best, man. I appreciate you, uh, Coming on the uh, Championship Vision podcast, you're part of the family now, man. Yeah, I appreciate you having <laughs> me on. You know, yeah, I, I really do. Uh, it's been it's been good. It's been good to it's been a good journey over this coronavirus time. But I know, you know I, I think it's been fun to see how coaches are growing and and all the things that I've learned. I I, I know I can't wait until we're back at it like normal. So really yeah. appreciate you having me on. Yeah, for sure, Matt. Take care. Thanks again for coming on. I appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. Right, take care. Hello, my name is Coach Charlie Miller, Head Master Trainer with the TAC Basketball Academy in Dallas, Texas. I'm here to promote the upcoming Championship Vision Podcast Clinic Series brought to us by Coach Kevin Furtado from Lake Oconee Academy in Greensboro, Georgia. Coach Furtado is a well-respected, sought-after coach and found other coaches like him to share their best practices and secrets to success with players, parents, and teams. The clinic will provide two types of virtual clinics lecture style via Zoomcast, and on-court instructions with coaches and players. Again, my name is Coach Charlie Miller from Attack Basketball Academy, where we work with kids from third grade through high school in a positive and growth-oriented atmosphere that promotes a whole-body approach to well-being. Our programs are designed not only to improve your child's ability on the court, but also to teach him or her valuable skills that will serve them throughout their lives. This is Mike May, creator and owner of Practice Planner Live Software. 
I'm excited about partnering with Kevin Furtado and Championship Vision Podcasts. We share a common passion of helping basketball coaches be more effective in their profession. With over 26 years of basketball coaching experience, I created Practice Planner Live with the purpose of saving coaches valuable time in creating efficient and effective practice plans. John Wooden once said, if you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. Practice Planner Live can take your practice planning to a whole nother level with tools and functionality that will maximize your team's ability to reach their potential. Coaches, hello, this is Coach Cameron Furtado. I am the director and uh, founder of Championship Vision Podcast. Uh, We are doing our first annual Championship Vision Podcast Clinic Series. Uh, The clinic series is a -a one-of-a-kind basketball coaching instructional clinic. We'll have the best high school basketball coaches in the country sharing their secrets to their success of their programs. We'll have two types of virtual clinics, lecture and on-court instructional. Both of these will be done to provide you the best instructional resources to improve your basketball program. The lecture series will be a Zoomcast instructional program done with the highest of integrity. Who have the best high school basketball coaches in the country giving detailed analysis of their programs. The Encore instruction. This will be recorded videos of specific basketball topics done on court from some of the best high school basketball coaches in America. They will be conducting drills and skills with their players in an Encore instructional setting. All of these great coaches are first class. They are all nationally ranked coaches and programs. The clinics will be available on October 30th, 2020. You can purchase any time before that date. The clinics will be emailed to your address on October 30th. You can also purchase the clinics after October 30th on my website at www.championshipvision.org. Here are some of the clinicians and speakers for the clinic. Coach Lynn Farello, head boys basketball coach at Paul VI High School in Chantilly, Virginia. He was a 2020 nationally ranked program, 12th ranked program on Max Prep. His topic will be building all around players. Coach Tim Hayworth, head boys basketball coach at Mayo High School in Louisville, Kentucky, four time Kentucky State champions. His topic, zone offensive sets. Coach Rob Buechler, Head boys basketball coach, Eastern High School, Sardinia, Ohio. Topic, off-season skill development. Coach Jerry Finkbeiner, former Utah State, Oral Roberts, and Southern Nazarene University women's basketball coach. The topic, the Twilight Zone defense, which he created. Coach Mike DeVilbus, head women's basketball coach, Lewis and Clark State University and Southern Idaho. Former Illinois assistant women's basketball coach, former assistant women's basketball coach, Wisconsin Green Bay University, and current athletic director at Lakeland High School in North Idaho. His topic, the buzz defense. Coach Jeff Graham, head girls basketball coach at Bilt High School, Bilt, Montana, six times Montana's girls basketball state champion. His topic, individual workouts and competitive shooting. Coach Gene Durden and his son, Kobe Durden, Head girls basketball coach, Buford High School, eight-time Georgia High School state champion, Kobe Durden, assistant girls basketball coach at Buford. The topic, Buford's post-pre-practice drills. 
Coach Danny Buzard, head boys basketball coach at St. Thomas More Catholic High School, Lafayette, Louisiana, career record 1,021 wins and 134 losses. Topics, building a complete program and winning skill development drills. Coach Rhonda Farney, head girls basketball coach at Georgetown High School in Georgetown, Texas, sixth all-time lead it lists and wins in 1,183. The topic, sustaining success at your program and also the combination press. Coach Joe Lombard, former head girls basketball coach, Canyon High School, Canyon, Texas, 19 state high school state championships in Texas. His topic, full court pressure defense. Coach Stephen Mackey, founder and CEO of Two Words Character Development, topic, how to develop a character development curriculum at your school. Coach Charlie Miller, head coach with Breakthrough Basketball, founder of Attack Basketball Academy. And also Coach Jim Huber, head coach with Breakthrough Basketball. The topic, holistic basketball, a unique approach to looking at all aspects of a basketball player, mental, physical, and emotional, and how to integrate all of these in developing a complete basketball player. Coach Jarrett Hunsinger, head girls basketball coach at Boonville High School, and Coach Greg Bisher, head boys basketball coach at La Plata High School in La Plata, Missouri. The topic, the one-two-two ball press. Coach Doug Porter, head women's basketball coach, Bethel University, Meshaqua, Indiana. Coach Gary Smith, legendary men's basketball coach at Redlands University in Redlands, California. Topic, coaching the system. Coach Sam Lahudney, Inducted into the Texas Basketball Coaches Hall of Fame in May of 1999. The great basketball coach, three state championships in Texas and seven state runner-up titles at Victoria East High School in Texas. Topic, competitive winning basketball drills. Coach Nicole Dixon, head girls basketball coach, Holy Innocent High School, Atlanta, Georgia. 2020 GHSA State Single A Girls Basketball Champion. Topic, one body, many parts, valuing and empowering coaches and players. And Coach Kevin Furtado, <clears throat> head girls varsity basketball coach at Lake Oconee Academy in Greensboro, Georgia. The topic, transition, offensive drills, and hop shooting technique. So <clears throat> if you want access to these, uh, I will be sending out a link to a Google form sheet. You fill out if you want the complete series, $29.99. And if you want individual uh, clinics, it's $4.99. So you can't beat this. You got some of the best coaches in America uh, for this price. It's unbelievable. All Zoom clinics, all recorded clinics for you to view. So, hey, I'm looking forward to um, having you guys contact me, you can contact me at my email address at furtadok57 at gmail.com, or you can call me at 478-461-4403, the Championship Vision Podcast Clinic Series. Stay tuned.